The following is a fourth hand production. Elijah, are you ready to bring on the weird? Uh, yeah, Will. I'm ready. How about you? Oh, good. Oh, yeah. Excellent. This one's a little, we're going to, some speculation happening here. So it's going to be weird in that sense. Weird shit is going on with the world, as per usual. Yeah. Uh, it's not an alt alt. A little of this, a little of that. It's, it's focused. It's a focused speculation episode. Where we could get off on tangents like we normally do. Hmm. We're going to try to stick with the cosines. Yeah. But if there's a tangent. Fucking tangents. And look, <laughs> if you bring a pie here, I'm going to eat it. I'm just bringing out math terms, dude. That's it. <laughs> Speaking of math, how many alcohols in, are in your alcohol tonight? Six. Six alcohols. <laughs> <laughs> in my dogfish 60-minute IPA. Ooh, Nice. Good one. Yeah. My go-to, like your Genesee. But what do you Typically, have? My, uh, well, the cream ale is my backup tonight. But I got a 15-pack a of Founders Pilsner American Hopped Pilsner. So it's a it's hoppy. Crack it, pour it, love it. We're always hoppy when we're doing this. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. One way or another. I'm so hoppy. Oh, so hoppy. <laughs> <laughs> this one's 5.5%. It's not bad. No, that's enough. Yeah, it's a little low for an IPA. It's fine. I could, I could handle this on the beach. So it's light enough that it doesn't taste heavy like other ones. Yeah, you, if you like IPA, you need a light one for the beach because it's it's really easy to get one that's a bit too much. Then you get sucked out by Riptide, eaten by hammerhead sharks, stung by jellyfish, and they never find you again. Right. Your spirit moves off and it goes back to the universal mind to start over and it's, you know, it's a whole thing. Speaking of the beach, as of recording this episode, we're about to get fucking destroyed by a hurricane or a tropical storm or whatever. It's about to come straight over Delaware, dude. Is it? That's where it's at now? (laughs) Yeah, it's going to hit us tomorrow. Tuesday the 4th. So I mean, you guys already heard this. I might cut all this bullshit out because you guys already heard. <laughs> you guys already know what happened to Delaware at this point. Yeah, you might be swimming by the time somebody's listening to this. But OBX got evacuated. Yeah, except for locals. Yeah, how about that? So that we're going there in a couple weeks. Yeah. So hopefully, hurricanes chill out a little bit. I told, I told my wife. I said, hopefully, nothing's trailing this thing, because if we're going in a couple weeks. It could really put a damper on our trip. Yeah, a little bit. It seems like the hurricanes have been nonstop here lately because the one hit Texas and there was another one right behind it like three days later. And then this one just kicks ass up the coast like right behind that. It Has it even been, what, 10 days maybe since the other one hit Texas? I don't know. I don't know if it's been that long. I got to be honest with you. I don't follow the news. I, d- I didn't even know there were other hurricanes. I have the, the Weather Channel app. Not the biggest fan of it. But it works, and it gives me alerts about hurricanes. I'm like, oh, what's this hurricane doing? It's about to hit Houston again. All right. Mm. I use AccuWeather, 
and it tells me what's happening in my area and I don't give a fuck about Texas or Florida <laughs> or fucking I don't know, California. Any of them. None of them. I did have AccuWeather, but it seemed like when I I got rid of it and then I got it back and it seemed like it made my phone super hot, like it was processing all sorts of stuff all at one time. Like, what in the hell are you doing? Nope. Bye-bye. Oh, really? Yeah. Did you have your location on all the time? No, I turn it off unless I need a map. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know either. Android. (laughs) (laughs) Apple. Hey, man. I don't know. I got got no rebuttal. (laughs) Nope. I just like them. Yeah. Everything you can download for Apple is made for Apple. If you have a Samsung Android... It could have been designed originally for a Motorola and sort of works on the Samsung. You know what I'm saying? You miss the beauty of it. You get a choice. Okay. (laughs) I just like my games to be approved by Apple and work on my device 100%. As long as it's updated. Yeah, just always update it. (laughs) Sometimes it fucks it up. Sometimes it doesn't. Sometimes you feel like a nut. Sometimes you don't. Uh Uh-oh. Hold on. Keep it PG. Oh, whoa. Whoa. I was talking about (laughs) I'm enjoying mounds, dude. (laughs) What are you talking about? Nuts. What? Nuts. Oh. And bolts. Oh, okay. (laughs) Seven minutes in. Here we are. (laughs) Don't random shit. Already talking about nuts and bolts. It's got to end in a dick joke somehow. Always. (laughs) All right. Well, I was going to try to segue the phone thing into digital currency somehow. I mean, you can. I've never paid anything with my phone. Have you? Like you wave your phone in front of something and boop, boop. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah? Yeah. I'm not worried about it. I want the fucking option. Okay. I don't want it to be forced on me. Right. I have the iPhone and I have the Apple Watch. I like to just be able to push a button twice on my watch put it in front of the fucking thing, and roll out. That's kind of mm, nice. Convenience. That's kind of nice for a quick purchase. Yeah. Well, how does that... I guess you don't have to get into too much detail, but do you have... Uh, like, it just charges your network, and then you just pay it on the phone bill later? No, you add your... Or... You add your uh, card to the Apple wallet. Oh, so you just go, like, go get an Apple 20 buck, $20 thing, and then put it to your Apple Pay or whatever? No, my bank card is linked. Like, I put in yep. the information because I have a, a few cards on there. So I can scroll to whatever card I want, and then it just takes it off of that card. You're the guy that's so worried about security stuff. <laughs> yeah, I know. I know. <laughs> we have a couple of accounts, too. So we have a couple of cards. And I started a Robinhood account just to check out the stock stuff. I'm down 20 bucks, but so is everybody else in the world. <laughs> fucking Trump. But careful. <laughs> He's doing his best. <laughs> but we I specifically, eh, maybe, <laughs> I specifically started a separate account from my regular bank account for that. So Robinhood picks out of this other account that I have almost no money in, and then I could dump stuff in from my regular bank account to the other account so that there's there's like three degrees from Robin Hood to my main money. You know what I mean? 
three degrees of separation. Robinhood, other account, regular account. Oh, okay, yeah. I got you. So there's no, like, direct line from Robinhood and the event. Something goes catastrophically wrong on their end. It's like... They can't... I was going to say, it's like my parents, they won't use their bank card to order things online. They'll use their credit card because there's, I guess there's, like, fraud detection. There's all kinds of ways to cancel it. Like, there's a lot of safe features for a credit card, but not so much for their bank card. Their debit card nope. or whatever. Yeah. Which that, that makes sense because they can just, they'll make the purchase with the credit card and then they'll immediately pay it with their bank account. Correct. So that's another degree of separation from purchase to their main money source. Yeah. You get like a referral bonus for Robinhood, right? Yeah. So if I so tell the send people, you the link. Tell the people. Oh, you can't, you, you got to send the link. Which would be freaking awesome if I send the link out and half a dozen people sign up for robin hood from what i send out hell yeah do it dude <clears throat> because for every single person that signs up from the referral link or the referral message or whatever then i get a free stock you want no but as you, <laughs> if you sign up if a new robin hood if you start a new robin hood account and then as soon as you connect your bank account you get a free stock too yeah i've just i've never been into that kind of stuff well, I I wasn't either. I was I was interested, but I had no idea where to start. And then uh, our neighbors turned me on to it, and I'm like, yeah, okay, I'll I'll check it out. And then I started looking up random things like Party City is super low right now, and they have potential to go really high when everything starts to come back. They're under two dollars a share. Yeah, I mean, nobody's having parties, right? So when it comes back, it's going to come back pretty good. I think. I hope. I would think so. Uh, Dave, Dave and Buster's. Nobody's at Dave and Buster's right now. But as soon as everything opens back up, people are going to go to Dave and Buster's because they're tired of playing games at home. I'll never right? get tired of playing games at home. <laughs> American Airlines. I got that one too. Carnival Cruise. iHeartRadio. Anchor. Uh, Spotify is expensive SF. Yeah, and fuck Anchor. Because <laughs> they took our sponsorship. Yeah, we made 50 bucks and they're like, ooh. Uh, yeah, we can't afford you anymore. So fuck you, Anchor. Spotify is dope as hell. I just figured that out. Spotify, one share of Spotify is $254.50. That's it? You should have thousands. How much do you want? You should have, look, as much money as we're making on this podcast, you should have thousands of them. Thousands of cents. (laughs) They're actually, in the last month, they are down $15, but in the last three months, they're up $107. So if if somebody would have bought it 3 months ago, they would have it would have been $107 less. So 146. You think it went up cuz everybody's so bored right now? Yes. Spotify's doing a lot of cool stuff now like they've got Joe Rogan exclusive, they got Last Pod exclusive, and now they're going to video podcasts. Did you know that? Oh, I did know that. It's like they're trying to they're trying to to fucking knock off YouTube, almost. Yeah. yeah. Well, you have to get YouTube music specifically to play music without video through YouTube. Yeah. Yeah. I, that's a pain in the ass. I'm telling you right now, YouTube, I'll give YouTube, I'll give them a year before they start seeing some real issues with competitors. Yeah. Because people are starting to see the light. Well, I mean, you got 
bitch shoot out there right now, which... Uh, Would you call uh, me? Yeah. Hey, come on. Come at me. Uh, <laughs> so you got bitch shoot out there right now that they don't censor your shit at all. But it, but it takes forever to upload things. And there's like issues with uploading and stuff. But they're trying. Like that's that's the next step. YouTube is centering the the fucking uh ah uh, out of shadows. Yeah, you can't find it when you search it on YouTube. You cannot find it. You have to duck duck go it and then find the YouTube link to it. It's like right. the only way. I, I looked for it. I found it, but I didn't take time to watch it yet. You searched on YouTube and found it. No, 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 no. I did it just uh, like you said. Yeah. Go to DuckDuckGo and look for Out of Shadows YouTube. Is that the only place it lives on the internet? Uh, that's the only place I saw it, yeah. Hmm. But they buried it down in, like, way, way down in searches, or, or you just don't even find the search when you search it on YouTube itself. Everything takes priority. Yeah. Even shit that shouldn't. It's got, like, two million views. Yeah. And it's So that should be one of the first things that comes up. Yeah. Hidden. Anyway, look look how far we are, and we haven't said shit about our topic. No. Well, I guess we did. Robinhood, that's digital currency, right? Yeah, digital currency. Like, we're, what are we calling this episode? Coin shortage slash cashless society or yeah. cashless society, digital currency? What do, what do you want to do? Oh, well, whatever. All of them? Yeah, all, all of them. We'll just put it all, we'll just type it all in for the title. Coin currency, digital shortage. Yeah. <laughs> but I mean, it, it's crazy. It it really is crazy how this coin sh- shortage just out of nowhere. Yeah, they were exactly. Like, They're like, "Oh no, we can't take your coin. Why the fuck can't you take my coins now? What's going on? Or why why can't you give me change now? What's going on?" Right. Uh, what I found out was that people aren't going out to spend it, or there's enough people that are like, "Ew, money's dirty." Don't touch the monies. And then another thing I read was people are to get coins for whatever their small business is or their cash-only business. The banks are giving them change because apparently they don't have it. They don't have it to give. So they'll go to laundromats and just go to the quarter machines at laundromats and just take all the quarters there so they can have it for their business. So it's a weird, it's a weird vicious cycle going on right now. But it's so weird. It really is. I don't know how true this is. I've heard it, and I think I've read it, that a business literally cannot deny your cash payment. It's against the law. Until until they put into law that cash is no longer acceptable. So if if you go to, to a business and they say, sorry, we're not accepting cash... You fucking. Dem- you can leave with your purchase. Well, with I, your non-purchase, not legally. You can't legally okay. leave with your purchase, but you can demand to give them cash, and then they can say either, "Okay, I'll take your cash," or just leave with the item. Just take it. Uh, interesting. Interesting. They cannot legally deny you your cash. It's legal currency. Yeah, legal tender. If they make into law that businesses don't have to accept it then yes there's we don't have a leg in the sandal but right now there is no law okay 
But at what level of business? Like if it's just like a, a corporation, Walmart for per se. If they have a tax ID number, if they have a stock, then they can't legally say we don't want your cash. Can you go down to the local hardware store that's owned by that guy and that's the only one that there is in existence? Can that guy as a privately owned business say, I'm not taking your cash? No, it's against the law. (laughs) That seems so crazy. (laughs) I I know. There's, I mean, there's places where it's cash only. Yeah. Which makes sense because there's credit card fees and all that shit. When they process your credit card, there's fees for them. Yeah, right. At the but, Chinese restaurant here in our town, they are cash only. Really? There's a, yeah, cash only. Because I've been there a couple times, you know, we ordered you know, like $60 worth of Chinese food and I get there and they're like, nope, cash only. No card. No card. Okay. So I have to. Go over to the bank, get money out, come back, give them cash, which I, my voice is telling you that that is inconvenient to me at the time because I don't normally carry a bundle of cash on me. Well, you think it won't. <laughs> <laughs> you bastard. <laughs> uh, there's a local ice cream place with they, and they sell food too, just, you know, fried food, burgers and stuff. And they are cash only. So people, you know, you know, small businesses like that or little Timmy down the street with the lemonade stand, he's not going to be out there with a freaking credit card reader. No, I mean, you can now with that, uh, what is it, Square? The Square. The Square's one. PayPal has one. I used Square when I was on my, you know, my, when I was trying to start the landscaping company. Yeah. It worked fine. It, a great system. But I would never, ever deny someone cash. If they want to pay cash, give me the cash. Tax-free, fee-free. So how long have we been using cash? Well, I, I looked that up. The first coin struck, I didn't look at the cash money, but the first coin that was struck in the U.S. for U.S. currency, 1787, after much debate about national coinage, Congress authorized the production of copper cents called Fugio Sense, hmm. F-U-G-I-O. The coins featured a sundial on the obverse and a th- chain of 13 links on the reverse. So that's interesting. Yeah. Now, I read someplace else that it was a big-ass coin. It wasn't small like a penny, but it was, a, it was big. Oh, really? Where the hell? Yeah, where the hell did I read that? Well, anyway, the Coinage Act of 1792 established a national mint located in Philly. Congress chose decimal coinage in parts of 100 and set the U.S. dollar to the already familiar Spanish milled dollar and its fractional parts, half, quarter, eighth, sixteenth. This resulted in coins of the following metals and denominations. Copper, half cent, and cent. Seems like a giant pain in the ass. Silver, half dime, dime, quarter, half dollar, and dollar. Gold, quarter eagle, which was 250, half eagle, which was 5, and eagle, which was 10. So you just had these... Just satchels of coins. Yeah. And they, they were worth dollars per coin. And, you know, down to the half cent. <laughs> Can you imagine how heavy that was? Yeah, you just have these bundles, these sacks of coins you're just throwing over your shoulder. So, half cent. That's very that's interesting. Very interesting, though. Yeah. Because that's gone now. And there's talks. Right, totally gone. There's talks about the penny being gone and possibly... 
the nickel. And that seems preposterous to us right now in this day and age. Yeah. And back then, they were, they were probably like, the half cent? No, you got to keep that. Right. Come on, man. But a hundred years... How am I supposed to get bubblegum? A hundred years from now, they're going to say a penny. What the fuck was a cent? Right. You use coins down to the five cent? Kind of barbarians. I mean, why don't you just make everything like the dollar store? Or what is it around here? Dollar Tree? Where everything is on the dollar? Yeah. Well... That whole thing is a weird marketing scheme. So if you see a dollar ninety nine, you you see the one dollar and you're like, oh, well, it's not as much as I thought it was. Yeah, it's a dollar ninety nine. It's not two dollars. Same thing with a car. If it's twenty nine thousand nine hundred and ninety nine dollars, they could say the base model starting under thirty thousand dollars. Yeah. Yeah. Well, on the price tag, yeah. but just as soon as you walk in the door, you're paying $500 more whether yeah. you want to or not. Dealer markup, <laughs> the, taxes, tags, all that bullshit. But yeah, like right. they can say it starts under 30000 Yeah, it does. Marketing. The MSRP is $1 under 30000 Yeah. <laughs> I guess that doesn't have That's anything to do with sense, but it's same same sort of strategy. Yeah, it's marketing. So... All right, let's spin this into that. So everything is telling us that there's a coin shortage. Yeah. Oh, my God, there's a coin shortage. Good God, what are we going to do? And then I'm like, just what in the hell does that mean? I have a pocket full of quarters and whatnot. I'm not shy on change. Yeah. Where did they go? So, <laughs> right. So is that, um, are we looking at a marketing thing for people to suddenly dump all their change into a bank? Did you know there's a there's a number of banks right now that are giving you incredible bonuses to start, or no, to bring your change in. Exchange your change in the bank. For every $100, you get $5 extra, up to $500 extra. What? That's 5%. That's 5%. There's another bank. I can't remember where the other bank is, but they're doing a 10% bonus. Whoa. If you bring in $100 in coins, they'll give you an additional $10. I don't know how this works. Who's benefiting from this? I do not know. Besides the customer. How's, so it sounds like they are desperate for coins, but are they taking a loss so they can get a gain later by knowing just where you spend your digital currency? You know, I don't know if now is a good time for me to bring up my theory that I found on Reddit or not. Because you're, you're saying, like, where is it going? Like, what are they doing with it? But then in the same breath, they're like, oh, well, since there's a coin shortage, we're going to print, we're going to strike $48 billion more in coins before this is all said and done. Like right now, they said there's, I have it in my notes here, 46, 48 billion. There's $48 billion of coinage in the U.S. right now. However, it's hard to come by because nobody's actually using it. So they're having the U.S. mint. Strike more coins. There, I think they said in in June they did one and a half billion, from mid June till the end of June, one and a half, and they're looking at like one point seven eight billion dollars more in July. Dude, that sounds like we're moving to inflation if you keep doing shit like that. Do you think it's stockpilers? Yes, a little bit of hoarding going on. So my dad loves the state quarters, so he'll he'll gather the state quarters. 
I know that was He's been doing that since since they came out. Yeah, I know that was a thing back in the day. I didn't know that was still a thing, but like I, I remember my dad my mom and dad got us a map. You get a new state quarter, yeah. yep. you put it in the oh, map. Yeah. Boom, 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 boom. And you followed it when when the new schedule oh, oh the Hawaiian one's coming out in May. Yeah. Be ready. Yeah. I really wonder if it is people like preppers, quote unquote preppers, sure. just snagging everything they can get and they're just not spending. Well, yeah, why not? I mean, that makes total sense to me. I'm not in a state of mind or a position in life to be able to do something like that. Yeah. I don't I don't have a big ass jar someplace or, or a bucket or something. I just throw spare change in. No, we do. Yeah, oh, do you? yeah, yeah. We we have like You're part a, of the problem. <laughs> I mean, we just we always have. Ever since my wife and You've I You've always been part of the problem. Ever since my wife and I we got together, we just always took our spare change. We have like a five gallon water jug that you put on top of the water cooler. We just throw our change in it. Nice. We all That's cool. we I mean, we've always done it. We'll occasionally cash it out, but don't take it to the coin stars or whatever the hell in the grocery stores. They, they're like twelve percent. Outrageous, dude. That is yeah, outrageous. Take that. Right. So if you take that to a number of banks right now, I think there's only a, a select few states or select few banks that have the ten percent, but a lot of them have the five percent bonus. So put just take a hundred dollars in coins, you get five bucks more. But then in the same time, I'm like, it's a little fishy. It's a lot. I don't know about all that. Yeah. I- so I guess that means you would get a $100 bill and a $5 bill, and they're like, there you go. Send you on your merry way. What are you going to do? Take it back and go put it back in your five-gallon water jug? Not likely. You're pro- On the way home, you're probably going to grab McDonald's. You're probably going to hit Target, and you're going to spend some of it because it's cash in your pocket. Yeah. It- and suddenly you've, you've spent $40 of the $105 you just got. But 40 even. <laughs> right. You're not getting any change. 40 even straight it's, cash it's like so back in the day it was coins only yeah and then they started inter- introducing paper paper money eliminated some coins now it's almost like they're trying to eliminate coins and going straight paper or right are they eliminating physical currency altogether and going straight digital and that's where it gets a little bit scary for me because the uh, then they can track everything. Yeah. Do you think we should take a break and then come back with that? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Tracking everything. All right. Well, we'll see you guys after the break. I finally looked it up. Do you know when the first U.S. cash paper money? was used printed what have you i'm gonna say 1856 Ooh, if you were was prices right you would be real close to showcase not too close kind of close under you went under well you don't want to go over you're right you're right you don't want to go over but that was like that's before the civil war even they have money in the civil war times right cash both of them did huh which is weird. It wasn't like official U.S. currency because they hadn't got to that point yet. Well, the coins, did I say the coins were struck? 17, 
92, so they were still dealing in coins, but they each had their own paper money, which is so freaking goofy for the Civil War. Less than 100 years, uh, well, during the Revolution in 1775, colonial leaders tried to replicate Massachusetts' paper experiment on a wider scale. See, Massachusetts, I guess we can go back, whatever. (laughs) Massachusetts in 1690 was said to have issued the first paper money in the United States, even though the U.S. was not even a country yet. What the fuck? Yeah. Their purpose was to help fund military action against Canada during King William's War. So Native Americans did it? Whoever was in Massachusetts, I think they kicked all the Native Americans out of Massachusetts by that point. Yeah, they probably did. But they just barely been there. Uh, Massachusetts was indeed a truly pioneering colony when it came to money, as they were also the first to mint their own silver coins in 1652, despite a British law against it written in support of mercantilism. So Massachusetts was on top of some shit. A hundred years, not quite a hundred years before the U.S. was even a thing. Well, I'll tell you what, right now, fuck the Red Sox. How about that? Uh (laughs) Uh-oh. We just lost all two of our listeners from Boston. You think we have that many? <laughs> Boston, shout out. Where you at? Go pack the car. There's no Red Sox. There's no Blue Sox. There's no White Sox. There's no Yankees. There's no nothing right now. NBA's trying to come back. Well, I guess there is some baseball going on. They just have the freaking cardboard audience. Everything's back, dude. Hockey's back. Is it? Yeah, hockey's back. We got baseball But there's back. no spectators. Well, no. <laughs> no. Actually, it's not. it's not bad. Watching hockey with no spectators. You don't even realize. The game's so fucking fast, you don't even look at the fans <laughs> anyway. Right. I, I agree with that, with hockey. Have you seen the, uh, I think, was it Fox? I want to say it was Fox. They did the uh, the virtual audience, like fake PS2 audience. No. Are you serious? Yeah, dude. For the baseball? Was it baseball? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, it was bad. They The one clip that I saw was a baseball player. I know nothing about all this. I have no idea who it was. I don't know what team it was. <laughs> okay. But they had a close-up of the guy walking like near the dugout or near the stands, and they have the the virtual audience in the seats. But then the way the whole system worked was it looked like he walked behind the audience that were in the chairs. Like he, he glitched behind the audience. The audience was on top of him. Oh, that's weird, dude. I know there's there's all some teams, some markets that are doing you pay I don't know, a hundred bucks, hundred and fifty bucks for the season and your cardboard cutout is in a seat in the stadium. Why? I thought that too at first. But the cool thing is if a like a foul ball's hit and it hits your cardboard cutout, they mail you that ball. <laughs> That's pretty fucking okay. cool. That's pre- I mean, it's <laughs> honestly, I would do it. I would do it for the Phillies. Would you know? Is did you say just one ticket or did you say season? No, it's the season. All the home games, all the home games for like hundred and fifty bucks or something. Oh, your cardboard well, cutout is in that seat. It's cheaper than season tickets. And you're you're supporting your team. Okay, all right. You mu- you're. Cut out might end up on TV, and you might get a baseball mailed to you. I would 100% do that. I think it might look goofy in the stands, but... We'll do it. What are you doing? Why are you talking about it? Well, I don't I don't know if the Phillies are doing it. 
Oh, okay. I know there's some markets doing it, but... Okay. All right. Anyway. <laughs> during the revolution of 1775, colonial leaders tried to replicate Massachusetts' paper experiment on a wider scale, but the newly christened Continentals lacked any backing, such as silver or gold. On a small scale, it may have worked, but so much money was printed that rapid inflation stripped them of all their value. And that's what I was talking about. If we just dilute the economy with another billion, 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 and they plan on doing just shy of $2 billion a month in coins for the rest of the year. That seems like a lot, dude. Coins. That's a lot of pennies. It's not just pennies, but it's a lot. It's a lot. And I got to be honest with you. I don't know why we're still using coins. Uh Uh-oh. So you're on board for this. Not exactly. Keep the cash. You're going to keep the cash, but do away with the coins. Why, why does anything have to be one ninety nine, two ninety nine? Bargaining, dude. That's that's it. I know. That's it. it but it's, it's an illusion. It's stupid. It's stupid. I agree. If it's a dollar ninety nine, make it two dollars. No more pennies. Fuck it. Like, you know what I mean? Like, how much money are you saving? If you buy a hundred, I mean, I know the answer, but you buy a hundred <laughs> one ninety nine items, how much you're saving a, a a fucking dollar? True. As opposed to being, well, you've already spent that much money. You've already spent a hundred dollars, but now you're just saving one dollar. If it's a dollar ninety nine, right? Just make it make it even two dollars. This item is four dollars. This one is one hundred dollars. Whatever. We don't need one hundred one ninety nine. Stop. I, I don't know. I might sound like a millennial, and I'm like, fuck these boomers. Uh, not at all. Get but off I, my lawn. Yeah. I'm not at all saying that, but I'm saying, why do we need change? As soon as they started printing money, paper money, why did we need change? For anything, I mean, can you well, can you buy anything less than a dollar right now, other than an app on the Apple Store or whatever that's ninety nine cents? Make it a dollar. Yeah, it's all digital then. Like it's still it's still that illusion that it's oh it's it's still under a dollar. It's still an illusion, but it's all digital now. So yeah, the, I don't pretty sure there's nothing you can buy that's under a dollar, but. You, m- our parents, I'm sure your parents have talked about it too, and my parents have talked about it. You could take a nickel and you can go get a couple pieces of gum and you can get a soda pop and you can get a comic book. When or I, some sort of When I was a kid, you could do it. You can go to there was a, a city pharmacy up the road from us. You can go there, they had penny candy. Uh some candy was a cent. Uh there was crybabies that were five cents, warheads were five yeah. cents. You could just get a bag full of that shit. But you can't. Yeah, you, now you'll be. Yeah, you'll be lucky if you find it for a dollar. Now it's like a dollar and a quarter. Yeah, you can't do it now. Change right now is irrelevant. It's kind of a pain. I think it uh, should be. Yeah. I think it should be irrelevant. <laughs> I I know I'm Mister Conspiracy here, but well, you're not saying get rid of uh pocket money altogether. You're just saying get rid of coins. Right. No, I don't want cashless. I do not want that. I think that is a horrible, horrible idea. Right, right. But change uh, is irrelevant. 
Let me run down this real quick. It's the history stuff, and then we can get into, well, I mean, then we can get into digital stuff. Okay. Less than 100 years later, in 1861, two competing currencies were used to finance the opposing sides of the Civil War. Their values fluctuated with the fortunes of the war. Yet it wasn't until the National Banks Act after the Civil War that the U.S. government introduced a monetary system where banks could issue paper notes based on their holding of government bonds. These desperate, disparate currencies were taxed out of existence in the following decades and replaced with national banknotes, giving the U.S. its first uniform paper currency. Now, this is kind of crazy to me that the Federal Reserve Act of 1913 created a national banking system that could keep up with the changing financial needs of the country. The Federal Reserve Board then issued the first federal note in the form of a $10 bill in 1914. That was... Just over 100 years ago, 106 years ago. The first bill was $10? The first, yeah, the first paper money was a $10 bill in 1914. That's like Donald Trump money. <laughs> then it was. Yeah. That's what it says. The Federal Reserve Board then issued the first federal note in the form of a $10 bill in 1914. You could buy a ton of stuff for $10 in 1914. You could probably live off that for a year. <laughs> right. The Federal Reserve later decided to reduce the actual size of the notes by 30%. Designs on the notes, this is crazy because this happened in our lifetime, and I am completely aware of this. Designs on the notes would not change again until 1996 when a series of improvements were made to make the U.S. dollar more counterfeit proof. The faces of the presidents got bigger. Yeah. They put their strips in it, and there's a little like rainbow shit going on with them. You ever see like an old 20? Yeah, it throws you off. Yeah, you see it, and you're like, this thing is fake as fuck. <laughs> right. Yeah, this is not real. And it is, but we're like, what the fuck is this? Right. But get this. The first electronic payment, mm -hmm. they have their roots in the 1870s. What? <laughs> right. So it was like telegrams and stuff. Electronic payments have their roots in the 1870s when Western Union debuted the Electronic Fund Transfer, EFT, in 1871. Since then, people have been enamored with the idea of sending money to pay for goods and services without necessarily having to, pay, having to be physically present at the point of sale. Technology has been a driving factor in the development of electronic payments. Today, making a purchase is as easy as tapping a button on your smartphone. Work with streamlining payment methods has been hard won. From the 1870s until the late 1960s, payments underwent a slow but gradual transformation. In the 1910s, the Federal Reserve of America began using the telegraph to transfer money. In the 1950s, Diners Club International established itself as the first independent credit card company, soon followed by American Express. In 59, American Express introduced the world to the first plastic card for electronic payments. Uh, that is... Wild, right? Yeah. I did not expect that. No. And how about this? The first online transaction. Okay. So that was electronic. That was just like, here's my bank account. Pull the money from that one. Yeah. The first online transaction was, by some reports, marijuana sold by Stanford students to MIT students via the ARPANET account at their artificial intelligence lab in 1972. Far out, man. Right? All right. So that's the, by some reports, that's what it was. However, the first online shopping transaction, trans, whew, 
The first online shopping transaction on the Internet took place some 22 years later with the headline, The Internet is Open. The August 12, 1994 issue of New York Times chronicled the sale between two friends of a Sting CD. The Times said, The team of young cyberspace entrepreneurs celebrated what was apparently the first retail transaction on the Internet using a readily available version of powerful data encryption software designed to guarantee privacy. 1994. How about that? I The first actual internet purchase. I did not expect it to be that long ago. Yeah. That is weird. Not bad, right? <laughs> <laughs> We're bringing on the weird. Oh, yeah. And now from here on out, it's going to be digital. And I don't... See, my thought is, I keep thinking about, like... In my area, it's, it's, I'm not in a city. It's, it's more urban, rural areas. So there's still plenty of places where there's just farmers all around. And you can just go up to like the beginning of their driveway where they have a bunch of produce out there. Yeah. You stuff in some cash in the box and you just grab 10 zucchinis, five squash, a handful of green beans and a couple strawberry baskets and go on your way. So if we were an entirely cashless society, what are you going to do? Go to the grocery store quick, grab yourself a, a $10 Amazon card or a $10 cash card. What bank is going to have that? Chase, the local the local bank? What parent bank? So you get your $10 cash card is what it is. Yeah. And what the hell is the difference between cash money and cash card at that point? And you just slip it into the farmer's box. Well... They can track everything at that point. Yes. So you made the purchase for that cash card at Wise Markets in this town, and that is the $10 card. So you take it and stick it in the farmer's box. Farmer takes that, and he takes it to Walmart and buys $10 in tomato seeds for the next produce. So tick, 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 tick. All those purchases are marked. Yeah. Like I was talking about when I was trying to do the landscaping. I had some people who would pay with a card. Yeah. I had other people who would pay with cash. The government could not track that. Right. If we go cashless, they could track everything. Yes. You cannot give uh, your nephew a $10 bill on his birthday card anymore. Cause, no. Because that's gone. You would give him a $10 card, whether it's Amazon or V-Bucks or... You know, whatever, something specific, potentially. But every bit of it is trackable. I mean, Amazon has to be one of the most well-known cashless companies, right? Uh, Yeah, I would agree. But are you really going to put a $10 Amazon card in uh, an 8-year-old's birthday card? Well, no. but uh, I guess some people would. But what I'm saying is, is Amazon helping push this? Oh, I see what you're saying. I mean, maybe not, because they've been doing cashless ever since their inception. They were never COD, right? It was always, yeah. you pay for it with your card or whatever. and Right, in some form of a card, credit card in some form, and then you just wait for it to show up. But And don't they have, don't they have a couple of stores floating around, or they did have a couple of stores floating around that were cashless? So you go into the grocery store, and it knows you've entered the store, and it knows what you've purchased. Uh, you know, 
I don't know if it was Amazon or what, but I heard of stores where you go into the store, you don't even check out. You go in, you have the app, you scan your item, put it in your cart, and then you just go out the door. Yeah. Yeah, I think that was the idea for those stores. Like, there's, it's almost, it's completely socialless. Yeah, like. It's personless, and it's it's cashless. I don't, see, we're Americans, so I watched this disc golf guy on YouTube. His name's Simon Lazat, and he said it, right. he's from Germany. He said he thought it was really weird when he came here that when he goes to buy groceries, they want to do small talk. He said in Germany, it's you put your shit there, they scan it, you give them the money, you roll out. But here they want to say, oh, hey, how's your day? He, he thought it was really weird. Like, why are you talking to me? Yeah. Don't talk to me. You're a service worker. Get out of my face. Yeah, just scan my shit. Let me go. But uh, I can kind of, yeah, I could argue for both sides, really. Me too. When I go to the barber, don't fucking talk. I don't want to tell you how my day is. I don't want to tell you what I got going on this weekend. Cut my fucking hair. Let's roll. Yeah, but that dude is bored as hell, too. It, He's got I, nobody else to talk to I, except for people that are under his scissors. I know, I know, I know. I <laughs> I don't know. I, I, I think I'm just a jerk. I, I don't know. But it, it takes out the human interaction. If you go to the yes. store, you scan your stuff yourself, you pay with it, through the app and you walk out of the store because you're not going to talk to the guy you're looking at uh ballpark franks he's looking at nathan's hot dogs you know you, yeah you, you're not talking to him you're grabbing highly unlikely yeah you're grabbing your shit and you're going no right. human interaction at all so it's just like a cold like service okay i'm gonna go do this thing and business 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 just a cold heartless kind of thing you're doing procedure it's like an episode of black mirror i've never watched black mirror get the fuck out of here for real yeah incredible want to get into it yeah i think they're all on netflix now aren't they yeah yeah incredible another absolutely digital world netflix you pay digital automatic payments everything is online that's it on the internet if the internet dies now we are toast one solar flare one that's it one big solar storm and our society is done i wonder if that's why they're shooting so many satellites up there there's hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of satellites up there skylink earthlink or whatever you want to call it skynet <laughs> maybe they know skynet yeah <laughs> maybe they know something's going on something's about to happen and they're like Let's try to fix it, like yeah. Let's preventative maintenance. So what they're, what the, how they're selling it to the world, to the uh, established world, is oh, we want to bring internet and communications to every corner of the earth, even down to the undiscovered tribes and off the coast of Africa, someplace. We want to be be able to have internet signal there. Hmm. That's how they're selling it to you. Yeah. But really, it's a suit of armor around the world. Well, I, what Iron Man said. I was not thinking that, but yeah, maybe. I was thinking it was like backups. Launch a lot of shit up there. The sun takes out the grid or whatever. 
but we have a hundred million satellites up there. Or backups. Yeah. So right now, it's like um, a mesh network is what you're thinking. Like this one, this one feeds a little bit of data, and that one feeds a little bit of data. But as one, it's slow as f. But as a team, it's it's powerful. Right, but it doesn't completely get knocked out. Right, in the event that a third of them get wiped out, you're still able to have communications and and such. Well, even I mean, think even half of them. Say, yeah, solar storm breaks out, boom, blasts the Earth. The side that's seeing the sun, let's say those that half goes down. Okay, yeah. We still have the other half or the other side yeah. that could I don't, pick up the slack. Yeah, I, I don't know. I don't know. And this is why a cashless society couldn't work because if if that happens, then transactions are going to be halted. We're back to bartering. You know, we're selling yeah. our daughters and shit. Uh, no. Well, I mean, <laughs> honestly, think about it. What do we go back to? Yeah, straight up bartering. Look, the dark ages. I've got, yeah, I've got ten tomatoes. Can I have a pork chop? Yeah, it, unreal, dude. So there was a uh, one newscast that I watched that this guy was on there, and the the person interviewing him was was like, "Can we? Can a cashless society work? You know, is that even possible?" And he's like, "You know, we are ninety percent of the way there now." Most transactions are cashless. Only 10% of transactions are with cash. And those are the things that you're thinking about, like laundromats and birthday cards and just paying some guy to do an odd job. Yeah. And that's where the transactions are. But he said 90% of the transactions are already digital. And my other thing is, if you... However much money you have in the bank now, if it's a significant amount of money, you could not go to the bank and say, There's, you're supposed to be able to, but I don't think it would be possible for people that have large bank accounts. Go to the bank and say, I want to withdraw everything today, right now. You can't. I don't think there's, there's not going to be enough cash in that bank. Right. Like, I could, because I have nothing. But... <laughs> <laughs> But you have if you have a significant amount of money, you can't go right. in and pull it all out because it's oh. it's dispersed. Yeah. The I mean, the whole Federal Reserve and all that, uh I mean, that could be an episode by itself. But it, oh, yes. it it's it's really fucked up. And they so you put your money in a bank, they don't have that money. No, 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 they don't. No, I'm. I'm not even really sure where I'm going with that. But it, right? It's really fucked up. Like, if I give you money to hold for me, you have that money. You're supposed to, right? I mean, you, literally, you. If I give you money <laughs> to hold for me, you have that money. And if I'm like, hey, can I get some of that? You give it to me. But if you, it should be that easy. Yes, right. But if you give it to a bank. They don't have it because they do loans. They do all, all kinds of other shit. So they have a certain amount of money. And if somebody wants a $50,000 loan and that cuts into your money that you Cash. gave them, 
they do it. They just give it to that person because their credit's right. really good. They have really good credit. Oh, yeah, sure. So they'll pay it back, but they haven't paid it back yet, so you can't get your money back. Yeah, wouldn't that be a hell of a thing? You go to the bank and you want to get you want to get a number of your money out when they have just done a transaction where they've just given a bunch of cash away. If a crowd of people goes up and they all want their cash, it's not going to happen. Right. Because it, it goes to this guy and that guy. And I guess that's another thing that worries me about a cashless society. So at what point does, I, I guess, it kind of went this way for net neutrality too because with uh, – with net neutrality, if this person, if this entity is in control of your internet, there's a possibility that they could throttle this thing. Like, if your internet provider is Comcast and they get into a pissing match with Netflix, they could throttle Netflix because Netflix is in bed with Verizon or whatever. So that's the net neutrality thing. So this entity is in control. And they can they have control of the bandwidth and whatnot, but you need it to get Netflix. But your Netflix is now not going to be 4K. It's going to be pushed down to 720 because Comcast is is thinks they're big and bad. Yeah. Well. So what would happen with a bank situation like Chase Bank or whatever? If they are providing your transactions, are they going to get into a prison match with somebody at some point? Like. Could it come to a point that this entire bank owns this entire town somewhere, like they just bought the town, and now it's the bank, they have the town, so you, if you are not with Chase Bank, you get charged 10% more for spending your money in that town. Seems weird, huh? Yeah. Yeah, it really does. You know, I never brought up the the Reddit thing. Yeah, well, yeah. Let's, uh, we need to kind of... Wind us down, I suppose. Yeah, we do. Um, Alag90, A-L-A-G-90 on Reddit said, There's a theory that the coin shortage is in preparation for a coming war based on the history of the country's last coin shortage. What? Yeah. So, the last time we had a coin shortage was WW2, right? Really? Yeah, I think so. Because I didn't, well, yeah, I didn't, I didn't know there was coins. Well, it wasn't a coin shortage, but they started making coins out of other materials because they needed that metal for oh. artillery. So copper pennies were not copper pennies anymore. They were some sort of weird. Correct. So I guess basically this theory is there's a coin shortage. We know that we're about to go to fucking war and we're about to like. Let's uh, stop the coins. Let's make some fucking bullets. Oh, shit. Yeah. And it kind of so seems gonna, like it. Yeah, they're going to melt the coins down and make bullets. Yeah. We don't fight those kinds of wars anymore. <laughs> yeah, right. I mean, not troops on the ground so much. Trench trenches and whatnot. Yeah, but drones could still use bullets. Oh, yeah. Yeah. You're going to send out a bunch of robots. Bombs still need metal. For their shrapnel and casings, I guess. That's a scary-ass thought, dude. So they want the coins to melt them down for ammunition. It's going to be kind of shitty because it's all weird, like, alloys, and it's not pure metals anymore. Your penny's not copper anymore. Your nickel's not whatever it may have been, silver. Silver, I guess, right? It's all plated. I don't know. Yeah, it's all alloy 
Just a hodgepodge of whatever metals they decide to. Well, that looks good. So how is it worth anything? It's not. It's a representation of what R- it's worth. Right. That. <laughs> right. So a penny back in the day, a, a chunk of copper. Yeah. That was what it was worth. A nickel, which was, you know, that size silver, was what it was worth. Now, change is worth nothing. Right. It's just junk metal. I don't know. I'm I'm kind of I'm kind of torn on this. Like you're right down the middle. You're like, get rid of coins, keep the cash. We're not going total cashless, but coins are dumb. Do not go cashless. I'm a hundred percent against cashless. You want simplified cash society. Yes. There's no point in any coins. I don't man. I don't see the point. Man. We could this is definitely a poll we could do when we post this episode, man. Absolutely. Keep the coins, simplified cash society with no coins, or total cashless society. Is there a fourth option? Fuck it all, barter. Bitcoin. <laughs> not Bitcoin. No. <laughs> if anybody chooses... Uh, I'm not buying into that at all. If anybody chooses, yes, I want change, or whatever, I want to know why. I want them to comment below... And say exactly why they want change. Okay. Why do you want coins? What is the point? So you can give it to the offering plate at church? You can throw it in a wishing well? Makes you feel damn good when you do. Does it? <laughs> I don't feel any happier. I'm still you grouchy. Don't. I still think you're, Fauci's trying you're to kill us. You're too penny lighter. <laughs> I still think Bill Gates is out to fuck every one of us in the butt. You know what I saw today? What'd you say? Try to find a picture of Bill Gates with a mask on. Hmm. Hmm. Right. All right. <laughs> I think we better end this here. Yeah, I think so. Uh, go to Apple Podcasts, look for Bring On The Weird, give us five stars, and uh, tell us what kind of society you want to live in. Just leave it alone. Coinless, cashless, all digital, Bitcoin. Where, where do you want? <laughs> Leave it alone, coinless, cashless, Bitcoin. Well, I'll tell you what. You can go straight up cashless for our merch store at myconspiracytees.com slash bring on a weird. Well done. (laughs) There's no cash there, but you can get some dope shit. Oh, yeah. Cups of all varieties. Posters. Blankets? Yeah, I think so. Leggings? Nah. Psych? (laughs) Yeah. Uh, audibletrial.com slash bring on the weird. Find yourself an audiobook. We didn't really dig into audiobooks for this thing, but yep, that's an option. Any suggestions for audiobooks? How about The Dark Tower? Stephen King. Uh, you know, sure. Sure. <laughs> it's a good story. I just did just not like. Just don't do the one. What? I did not like the narrator. So. Which, did you start with the first one, The Gunslinger? Yeah. It was George something, right? The narrator? I don't know. I have no idea. But uh, there is one. It was probably a story that takes place between either book four and five or book five and six. And it was narrated by Stephen King himself. He is a good writer. Awful, awful narrator. George Goodall. Sokolov. Oh. Goodall or whatever. Okay. I did not like it. All right. So there's that. 
Hit us up on Facebook.com slash Bring on the Weird, Instagram.com slash Bring on the Weird. Slide into our DMs on Twitter. MySpace. Hey, we're on MySpace. Put us in your top eight. Send us a screenshot. And uh, yeah, we'll probably talk about it if we decide to log back in. Yep. Join our Reddit. Oh, there you go. We're gonna. I think we're going to start building some stuff up. Yeah, we never talk things, about Reddit. Things are happening. We've got some ideas cooking. Yeah. we got to execute them. Yeah. So it's uh, reddit.com slash r slash bring on the weird. And that's it. Yeah. I got nothing else. Right? Yeah. All right. Stay weird, world. We'll see you guys next time.